Good afternoon, everybody. Hi, everyone. This is We Radio. And it is the 6th of October 2020. This is Argyl. Daria. And your co-host, Bushra, here today. Welcome to another uh, jam-packed show that we have uh, prepared um, for you all. We have a very special guest today. We're going to talk our favourite topic today. Oh, <laughs> God, here we go again. It's all about food, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Um, for those who are driving home from work, if you have been to the office or working from home, cooking my dinner, I'll be there soon. Or whatever you're up to, uh, welcome to another show. And um, it's amazing and great to be back. I want to congratulate. Oh, I want to welcome you back. Oh, thanks. You always welcome me back, and then Nazar Olyam, and then I get you know the, and then and then I just don't come again. It's just I've just had this most hectic year. I guess we all have, but it's just been yeah, little you know challenging, but um, we get there. Yes. Yes, and then as I even go into work early to say yes, I've got to go, and then something just goes wrong, terribly wrong. I know I've got people over there rolling their eyes, going, "Okay, whatever, Ergo." <laughs> um, but no, also, it's great to be back. It's um, it's also daylight savings as well. How I you know. ladies? adjusted love it i love daylight savings um yes good very good um i got a little hungry earlier today though it's meant to be the other way around i don't know why maybe it was i think it's a change of weather i feel quite um lethargic today and i just i'm really tired yes and um i think it's because of the change of weather there was beautiful weather all the weekend and today it's just a bit cloudy and i don't know maybe it's the fact that i sat near the beach and the water must have got to Mm -hmm. me like the wind and stuff so but yeah but yeah it was nice it was nice long weekend so it's nice how hot was the weather I was expecting spring to come and slow, you know, adjust to spring. And before we even got to do that, summer already hit. And then look at what happened to it with the southerly yesterday. Yeah, I think Sydney's becoming more like Melbourne weather. You've got four oh. seasons in the one day now, yes. which is, um, I don't know if it's I really like it. It's all the Melbournians' it. fault. We're blaming them for COVID. <laughs> We're blaming them for the weather. We'll blame them for everything moving uh, forward. No, we, we still love them. It's all good. Yes, we do. <laughs> Anyone listening from there, shouting out to you all. Hope you're well. Staying safe and hopefully that lockdown ends pretty soon for you guys as well. Mm. We've been doing quite okay, I think. In Sydney, I think we've been doing pretty well. I stopped looking at the statistics because it depresses me. But yes, this uh, virus isn't going to go away. So we've just learned to, Mm. uh, you know, live with it. It's the new norm. Mm. Dry hands with sanitizers and all the rest that comes (laughs) That's right. Absolutely. It's the second week of school holidays for everyone out there who's doing lots and lots of things. We've got Bushra, our teacher here. How are you enjoying the school holidays, Bushra? Oh, it's great. Yes. She's so lovely. Chilling on her face. She looks so relaxed. Yeah, she looks, she does look quite relaxed. Yeah, Yeah, you do. You really, really do. So it's obviously done wonders for you, which is great to see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's nice feedback to me. It is. No, it's good. It's, it's a nice, it's a nice way to, um, just rejuvenate and sort of refresh and, you know, restart the battery, isn't it? Really? Yes. Yes. We, I think we, everyone needs a nice break, mm. particularly after the restrictions and all, you know, in this time frame, I probably would have gone overseas. Yeah. Um, I had three weeks off this time round, which is oh. such a long period in comparison yes. to my two week. I think one week makes such a big difference. It does. Um, oh, you'll spend half of it in quarantine now, so yeah, it's not so, worth doing anything. Yeah, I was thinking of going overseas to Turkey, but I'm like, yeah. N- not so to not mention gonna... you wouldn't get approval anyway, so good luck getting a yeah. flight. Is yeah. that... It's, you can't, you you, can't it's go very anywhere. Hard. It's very hard it's to get stuffed. it. Are they yeah. quite stringent with the approval? I, I, yeah, look, I've, I just found out a friend, someone came over, come, came from Melbourne and I sort of asked her why and she, when she gave me the reason why she was here, why she was able to come through the border, I was like, yeah, okay, that must be one of very minimal reasons why you're able to come. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's... Yeah, it's very difficult. And as Edward said, you've got restriction, you've got quarantine there and quarantine back. Then there goes the whole 
time frame of your holiday. Mm. So yeah. I don't know if that's but worth forget, it. But um, forget the um, forget going overseas. You can't even cross the border. You can't <laughs> yeah. even go. You can't even go to the next state. But they were talking at work today that New Zealand we're going to start accepting um, you know people back from mm. New Zealand soon. But you, New Zealand's not doing the same. They're not accepting any mm. Aussies over there. So whatever we've done, um, we haven't done it right quite yet. <laughs> you know what? At the end of the day, I'm I'm not. That's my personal opinion. I'm not too fussed about if we sort of can't go over the border or if you know. The only thing I'd want to go is overseas if something if I needed to go for any emergencies. I just I'm just grateful that our COVID cases are quite low and we can sort of relatively move on with life per normal, mm. if whatever normal is. So um, you know I'm grateful for that to sure. be honest. Absolutely. After everything else, so Absolutely. yeah. All all the plans for this year for holidays, including yours, which I have just gone down the gurgler. So welcome to 2020. <laughs> yeah, I it's think everybody's almost plans, over. So I'm, I'm sure we're all. Um, I know, right? How later. fast has time flown by? October. It is October. We're already in October. I can't yeah. believe it. Did I'll you notice the Christmas? Um, I know we don't celebrate. They, the I know they've got stuff up already. I know it's just it's the annoying. They're Sorry, selling Christmas that. decorations. Yeah, it's already, already. up. Oh, yeah. The decorations yeah. are yeah, there. Standard though. I mean, someone my... mentioned that you haven't even gone over Halloween yet, and look at Christmas is out there. I love, I love Christmas time though. I think it's just such a nice festive season. I think I just get really annoyed of listening to like Mariah Carey's Christmas carols by the time like the third week in. It's like, yeah, yep. you get used to it by then. But anyways, you know. That's why you tune into the We Radio. That's and right. The podcast that we Love that. The whole year round and listen to all our bloopers yes. online. <laughs> Anyway, we have and a very special guest today, don't we, ladies? We, we do. We've got two guests, actually. We've got the smallest oh, yes. member in our radio <laughs> studio today. Yes. And we've also got our main guest, um, Fatima, who will be discussing sustainable eating. But before we get into sustainable eating, I'd love to just hear um, our youngest guests um, experience over the last two weeks. Oh, this is the second wall. Second week. second week of her school holidays, but how have you been? Um, exp- how was your How's your holidays been so far? Good. What was your What was your name? Can you introduce yourself to our guests? Uh, my name. Our, guests, our listeners, sorry. Uh, my name's Eda Ushuk. Welcome, Eda. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you. How are you feeling so far with the studio? Do you like it in here? Yes. Very curious, lot. weren't you? Because your mum always talking <laughs> online and it's like what happens in the other side of the on the fence? She was asking me lots of questions in the car, saying, oh. Mum, you know, how big is the studio? Yes. You know, how many how many rooms are there? What do you guys do? And when she walked in here, she sort of asked Bushra, what's that? How do you record? What are the, these? And she's quite um, fascinated by it. So there we go. We've got someone to pass on the reins yes. to once we sort of start to get rid of um, not wanting to come in here. But it's nice to have her here. She's been wanting to and I promised her for ages to come in. So um, she's here to watch us all and um, ask questions you've got along the way, but what um, what year do you go to Eda? We'll just quickly let's see what, how your holiday did go, as um, Bushra did say. What year do you go to? What- um, I I'm in year seven. You're in year seven. Wow! So you're in high school, your first first year in high of high school. Mm-hmm. Are you enjoying it so far? Yeah, it's pretty good. That's good. A lot but of people are older, so you don't have like youngest kids around you. Oh, that's good. So you're the youngest, pretty much, of of the years. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's a different perspective to look at high yeah. school. I think I she's like always that. said that um, you know the younger kids at school have been quite your small mum. And mm. when she passed past her old primary school, she goes, "Yeah, no, I really like being in an immature environment, oh, like an older good. environment." So she's a lot more mature for her age. So um, yeah, how have your holidays been, mum? What have we been doing? Have I been keeping you at home? We've been taking you out. <laughs> You're allowed to say um, you anything can say. you like. Don't worry about your mum. We'll just we'll you can just say what you like. Out. I like sitting at home, but sometimes it's nice to go out. And have I been taking you out? Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> Demi, this is not our pressure. No pressure. But I like how she said, I like um, how Edda said, I like sitting at home. Uh, I do remember, I don't know if I've shared this before, but do you know um, Gen Z, which is their generation, yeah. actually have Jomo. Have you ever heard of that before? Have I have I mentioned Jomo to you before? It's, I have heard ScoMo, but I haven't heard Jomo. Yeah, so Jomo is joy of missing out. Okay, right. So they actually enjoy missing out okay. and not going out well, that's much. That's good character yeah. building. Yeah. I just found it really hilarious how Daddy Avla was raising her eyebrows and, and nodding. <laughs> Are you sure I really I have been taking you out? Is it, is, no, I'm looking at her saying, you, you can say it because I think she was thinking. Your answer? No, she's smart. She was looking at me kidding. thinking, can I say that? Absolutely. Am I able to? Of course you can. Absolutely. No, I've been doing, yeah, she's she's not pretty, um, she's like having that mix of both things, you know, having her chill out time and yeah. um, going out I'm and doing kidding. things. No, no, all good, all good, all good. As we do on We Radio, guys, we do, I'd like to mention that we are affiliated with the Voice of Turkey and we have a fantastic uh, um, group of volunteers who really dedicate their time every single day of the week to serve the community. So um, this is us. Um, we are a bunch of ladies who come into the studio every Tuesday um, to bring you guys valuable content um, that you can hopefully um have some benefit take a benefit from. from yeah so that you can learn something new or um, perhaps revise something that you have already known so that this could be like a nice little revision um, activity for mm -hmm. you guys to engage in on so. your in your drive during your drive home or if you're at work listening to us um, guys it's the 6th of October and today we're going to talk about sustainable eating with our guest um, Fatima so I'd like to just um, leave the mic over to you. Fatima, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, how are you feeling being in the studio today? <laughs> it's interesting, I've never been in something like this, so. Well, nice. well, welcome. Yeah. What a great way to have your first experience <laughs> thank with you for us crazy me. ladies, <laughs> oh, us lovely ladies. <laughs> I actually, well Fatima's in my, was in my grade, um, we both went to school together. Oh wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, and this is my first time seeing her. Since you graduated Since from high I school. Graduated, Are you serious? Uh, for a decade. Wow. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that incredible? That is. Mm. Wow, Amazing. isn't that lovely that, you know, you don't know where life's going to take you and what type of path you're going to take that they do cross eventually. Yeah. And it's nice to see. How did you guys, how does it, how does it feel to see both of you in the studio? I'd like to see she each other. the same. So do you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you tell us that at the beginning? Uh, because it's great. It's a nice surprise on Oh, that is. That's lovely. Yeah. yeah so um, Fatima has now become a dietitian. I've become a teacher. Now we're rekindling with our um, career, you know, our in our careers. Yeah. Um, I think this is um, going to be an interesting episode. So you're both in the field of some sort of teaching. You're teaching students and you're teaching people how to be healthy and how to look after their bodies mm. in such, such a way. So that's such a nice way of looking at it. No, people usually just assume that we just give people diets and stuff, but to, to look at it as a way of teaching, I think that's it's a really nice way of looking at it. Oh, you're welcome then. No, not at all. So we're going to be talking about sustainable eating with yourself. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I've had a bit of a quick look around of what that means, but I'm really intrigued and looking forward to for you to explain to us what eating sustainable eating is. But before we get into that, um, can we break for a song sure. first? Um, um, Edda had given you a request. Maybe we can play that first. Sure. Um, All right. So, um, Edda, would you like to introduce the song to our listeners? 
No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like the little nod. No. Uh, sure, I can do that for you. So we have I la chelik daha bi aşık. The hubby Ashuk, pardon me. That was a bit. Me listening to too much Turkish music in the car gets my kids to listen to A little to more music. love, that is, if we translate it. There we go. Perfect. All right. And we all need a little more love in the world, don't we? Well, of course. At the moment, yes. We've never got enough. So, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to We Radio, and I will leave you with this song. Sevda bu başka bir şey diyemem Her sabahta bir aşık uyanıyorum Seviyorum, seviyorum, doyamıyorum Dünyada başka bir şey dilemem Ölsem ben senden vazgeçemem Kekele Jewelry, multiple award-winning luxury European jewelry store, has the best designs at reasonable prices. Come visit us at Shop 2 Station Road, Auburn, or visit our online store, kekelejewelry.com.au.
Two Triple O's station sponsor. Sydney Foot Surgery is run by podiatric surgeons specialising in reconstructive foot and ankle surgery in Sydney. With over 20 years' experience, we are committed to delivering superior clinical outcomes and a positive patient experience through best available care and technology. To make an appointment with Dr. Hyde Dotto's call 9362 8838. Two Triple O's station sponsor. Have you been to Gozlemi King lately? We started our journey 20 years ago and now have nine locations across New South Wales, being Liverpool, Bankstown, Rhodes, Hurstville, Macquarie, Darling Harbour, Top Ride, City Central and Blacktown. We not only make the best Gozlemi in Sydney, we also offer homemade desserts, rice pudding, kazan dibi and our signature dessert, knefe. Franchising opportunities available. Email us on franchising at gozlemiking.com.au. Two Triple O's station sponsor. Want to give the gift of the land down under? Yes! Head to Corporal Souvenirs for all your Australian gifts. Shop 218 Paddy's Market, Haymarket. Mention this ad for a 10% discount. I like that song. I always do. I like I Chetty too. You are listening to We Radio, guys. It is nearly 5.20, I think, if I'm correct to say, on the 6th of October. We have our guest here today. Can, is it Fatima, Fatima? How do you want us to pronounce it? Um, I get a lot of different pronunciations, mm. but usually um, Fatima. Oh, Fatima. Usually okay, that's how my sister gets myself. her name pronounced too. So, um, welcome. Um, we're going to be talking about Sustainable, sustainable eating. eating. Um, first and foremost, I guess um, I'm not very um, intuitive as to what sustainable eating is. Can you give <laughs> us think, a bit of a definition as to what it is? Yeah, I mean, I'll, that's the thing. A lot of people don't really know what it is. For them, it's a very foreign concept. Um, so I guess essentially sustainable eating um, is, um, you can say, eating in a way that is both good for for the body, um, it's good for the environment, um, it's also good, it can feed a lot of people, um, everyone, you know, f- I guess free from disease, mm-hmm. um, that's a summary. So I guess if we're going to go to an official definition, mm-hmm. um, it would be a diet that has low environmental impact, um, it can contribute to food and nutrition security, which basically means um, making sure that every mouth on earth gets fed, um, making sure that everyone currently is healthy and then everyone in the future is healthy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, can I ask what made you move into, I mean, you are technically a dietitian. Like, what is the actual profession then if you're looking into um, sustainable eating? Are you a dietitian? You are, correct? I am a dietitian, but I think because of I that's I yeah that's because sustainable um, eating or sustainable diets or sustainable food it kind of you it's not just what a dietitian can contribute mm-hmm. but uh, it's also you know what um, 
agriculturists can contribute. Yep. Um, it's what the government can contribute with their policies. Uh, there's a lot of different people that can contribute to making it happen. Mm -hmm. um, it's not something that I specifically work with. It's more of an interest of mine. But I think indirectly by, as a dietitian, promoting um, healthy eating mm -hmm. uh, and the manner of healthy eating that I promote, that would contribute to a sustainable you know, environment mm -hmm. okay. overall. Wow. That's sort of brought, uh, that's a lot more easier to say because I think sustainable is something that's quite um, prevalent nowadays, isn't it, Bushra? I mean, mm -hmm. it's talked about quite a lot lately. Um, and that's why I really wanted to, when she mentioned sustainable eating, I had a bit of a light bulb moment and I said that sounds, yeah. it's so relevant to us today because mm -hmm. there's a lot of um, movement in that direction. Because mm -hmm. it's not just about healthy eating, but it's, as you just said, it's about sustainable, What, how you can sustain those types of things for future. And you've just hit, a really important point saying governments are also quite important um what what's their role in all of this from all from your perspective or your opinion i guess government for government it's because they have the ability to put in place policies mm -hmm. and you know for example if we're going to talk on a global scale yep. um there's the you know the paris um initiative about yep. reducing global emissions so then governments, local governments, smaller governments would need to put in policies um, which would, you know, contribute to that mm -hmm. lowering of greenhouse gas emissions, yep. um, which is like pollution and all that type of thing. And food plays such a big part in all of that. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's about a quarter. I mean, food contributes to a quarter. Sorry, wait. Yeah, a quarter of emissions is from food production. Wow which is That's like a lot. A lot. That's yeah. right. Um, so, you know, if they, you know, for example, if we're going to talk about food waste, um, you know, 50% of, if we reduced food waste, 50% of, you know, the landfills will be cut down mm. in half. So like I was actually going to ask you, Fatima, um, if... If you're not, unless you're a farmer, there's, I mean, farmers have obviously got ways in which they can have sustainable eating and how they can sustain their food and their crops. If you're not a farmer, what can you do? It's, it's actually a lot of, you know, the things that we do in the household is actually also contributing. Because if you think about it, you know, a large chunk of our waste is food. It's organic waste. Um, so, for example, you know, making sure, you know, trying to limit that using as much of an ingredient as possible, for example, mm -hmm. food, um, you know, let's talk about potatoes, for example, you know, you don't need to peel the potato, just, you know, if you clean it well, you can just use the whole thing and then mm -hmm. you get the fiber as well from the whole potato. So in that way, you're also reducing waste, but you're getting more more bang for your buck really mm. because you're using the whole potato rather than like mm. peeling it and then you do you think that's a, a just a generational thing that we've seen our parents just sit there and peel potatoes peel this peel that just peel everything even peel to, but, um, tomatoes when they're cooking and stuff so we're actually getting rid of a lot of the nutrition nutrition and things in our food that so you're saying that we actually really don't need to do all that kind of stuff really yeah i mean there are some things you do need to peel like you probably don't want to eat the peel of a banana no um, yeah but you know then you can common use that sense, for I guess. Else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can probably use that for something else. So you can, you know, 
there's composting that's now widely available. Mm. You can either do it at home. You can f- probably find... Um, I know some communities within Australia or New South Wales do have a green compost bin, but not all suburbs do. Okay. So it's, I guess, maybe actively finding ways where you can go to some local... There's compost bins where you can just throw it in. Or you can compost at home if you have a little garden and, and you know, mm. you can always just go to Bunnings and grab something and do it yourself. So um, what should um, the consumers, us, do to, like, let's say, okay, it's, it's, a, it's an area that you've got an interest in, but you are a dietitian, yeah. um, but your interest is in sustainable eating. Is that for, from our perspective as in health-wise or more for the environment is your... So it does go hand in hand. Hand in hand, yeah. Um, so I think before I go on mm-hmm. into it, I do want to maybe talk a little bit. Um, I want to, okay, I have like a little game or okay. quiz show that we can, mention that. can go through. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, sounds good. And then that way Let's we can kind of dissect it a little okay. bit. Okay, why not? All right, so it's kind of a scenario. Okay. So um, it's the first day of summer, so take, into, take notes. <laughs> okay. So oh. it's the first day of summer. Um, you've been invited to like a potluck um, and gathering and everyone needs to bring a dish. Mm-hmm. Um, and the theme is sustainable food. Okay, so we're going to break it down protein, veg, carbs, and other. And then you need to tell me which of the three options under each you think is the most sustainable option. Okay. okay. So let's just hang on. So I've got it correctly. We're going to a, 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 some function. We're going to be eating. Everyone has to bring something, yeah. right? But it's going to be based on sustainable eating. And we're looking at protein, veg, and carb. Correct? Yeah. And you're going to ask us questions and we have to try to... I dis- like multiple choice. Okay. All right. I think I got it. You guys sort of got it. All right. Here we go. Hit us with it. Good luck, girls. (laughs) All right, so we've got protein. So which of the three options do you think would be the most sustainable? So steak from cows um, off a farm in the Southern Highlands or two, um, dried chickpeas from Gundawindi in Queensland or three, uh, Atlantic bluefin tuna? Oh, one, two. Two. This, uh, okay, so this one's kind of like a what's right more of a discussion. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are we all wrong? <laughs> no, no, no. <clears throat> it's not one, but it could be one at the same time. So the reason, okay, so the most probably sustainable would be the chickpeas mm-hmm. from Queensland. <laughs> Yay! Okay, so <laughs> points so go <laughs> towards them being local. Um, and then points goes towards it being plant-based. plant-based. Yeah. Right. I, don't, I don't live in Queensland. So, so that was my criteria <laughs> for choosing that particular... <laughs> it's not from, like, India or something. Uh, That's what I mean. But the cow wasn't from India either. <laughs> yes, but I'll just... From <laughs> my knowledge, hmm. because it was plant-based, and plant-based tends to have less... Uh, um, they tend to emit less fossil fuels. And they're easier to... And they're easier to of. digest. That's and right. also, um, because it's plant-based... They're easier to be compost. correct me if I'm wrong. So, yeah, um, they do emit less fossil fuels compared to, say, cows, mm-hmm. because, as we know, you know, they you know, have their own um, emissions. Mm-hmm. Um, it requires a lot to kind of grow them. It requires a lot to feed them. Um, so they contribute a lot. So the meat industry in general contributes a lot. So compared, and there's also the water aspect mm-hmm. of things. So for example, compared to legumes such as chickpeas, lentils, beans, um, uh, like beef or ruminants or so specifically red meat, um, that 
is about use one and a half times more water to just sustain that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there is also the fact that it is local, which is a positive thing. Yes. So that is something to consider. So when we're talking about sustainable, um, you know, transport contributes to um, where it's going to go in, right. um, you know, the emissions. Um, there's also the production of food. So, you know, if it requires a lot of processing, that also is something that needs to be considered. And then um, there's, you know, how much water is being used. Um, and then in this case as well, the f- bluefin tuna would be the least sustainable because unfortunately that's actually one of, the, it's over farmed, um, it's overfished. So mm-hmm. then that makes it less sustainable. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's okay. Fine. Okay, I think I've got a bit of it now. So if we get to the next question, we might a, be a bit more easy. This is a great session. activity. Thank you no. for yeah. <laughs> uh, putting this together. That's all right. Um, I thought of it last night. I'm just like, what can I do that's interesting? And I'm like Googling all this stuff. And then, okay, this just came to me. All right. So uh, veg, the next. So you have three options beetroot, cauliflower, and potato. Right. Can I say potato? Wait, say what con- was the question? So which one's the More most sustainable? sustainable? Yeah. Which one is the most sustainable? So beetroot and potato is grown underground. That's why I'm thinking and potato. is above. Above, yeah? Well, no, isn't beetroot also above? I thought you'd pull it out of the... Oh, oh you do? Isn't I that the turnip know. that you do? Not the oh, beetroot? Yeah, maybe, maybe the beetroot. Yeah. Maybe the beetroot. Anyway, look at us. I don't know. I just said potato. <laughs> I I'm, I'm going to say cauliflower. Okay, I could be wrong. I just... I don't cheat, Vishra. Go on. I think this one, this one is probably hard. But the, what do you have a choice? Gosh, this is Go hard. On. Come I, on. I'm gonna say potato. That's what I said too. Okay. But, but, I, but, wrong. but potato. Oh, I don't okay, know. Just potato. That's fine. <laughs> Let's go with potato. Okay. So if you had listened <laughs> at the beginning, um, you said no. we can peel. We can even eat the potatoes. No, no, no. I said it's the first day of summer. So the other two are winter. Oh veg. yes. So eating seasonally, whereas beetroot right. is a summer. Yes. Is a summer vegetable. vegetable. Oh yep. right. Yes. So eating seasonally is another way. That's why I asked so for the health. question. I, t- I no, but that, that was the was, beginning yeah. of it. That was okay. first day we'll, of summer. Yeah. We're supposed to write it down. I'm going to a party and we got to bring a dish. Mm. Right. So what you're saying is to eat in, in in season, right? As much as possible because it takes a lot more energy to kind of like, for example, if we we have greenhouse. Um, you know those glass mm-hmm. houses to kind of keep things warm yep. to grow yes. things out of season or then yep. for example transporting from other countries that's right. exactly um so that's, that's why you never eat cherries in winter that's why yeah. and i think i think <laughs> you know going i know we're gonna i'm gonna go off topic for two seconds but i know when we go overseas to turkey i think we've all noticed it and that they all eat in season they don't eat anything outside of season. This is so true. It is, seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember we went one time and we wanted to get strawberries. And the little one, I said, I want strawberries. And the guy looked at me and thought, you really want those strawberries? But that's they're not if you in go season. to those farmers markets. And they're on, but they're what we call puzzles, where they're on, those markets that yeah. they're pretty much, you can go to every Unless you go corner, to the place has got a park. But you do yeah, find, but I, I find now that you can find more stuff out of season in Turkey as you well. Can, like, you can, but still, like most people. Green chilies, for example. You know, but I think, but generally, most people have got it's they it's the way they've been 
brought it's part of our DNA to just mm. eat within season so mm. they buy things and get ready for the winter season that's so they get them in summer and start preparing them so they can have I don't know so that's a great question I really like that because I think in Australia we've got everything all year round mm. and some of the things we have is not so I try very hard to get the girls to say we're in winter we shouldn't be having watermelons mum because they're not really sort of thing so that's a great question it makes you really start to really think about what you should be eating and you should be eating in season so and I like that always find um some things taste better in season. Oh, like absolutely. Watermelon in winter yeah. is not no. as flavoursome as it would absolutely be in summer, not. for example. As, it's as just is meant to mangoes. be for that time. Yeah, as is mangoes. One of my favourite mm. fruits. Yes. You can't have mango in winter. It no. just yeah. doesn't taste right. And no. if you find it, it's very expensive. Exactly. That's another thing. Yeah, mm. well, that's why. And it's also imported. Primary. Yeah, mm. exactly. And right. you want to be eating you know, exactly Local. locally. Okay, next question. Next question. All right, so the next one is carbs. So... You got whole grain sourdough from your local farmer's market, white sourdough from your local farmer's market, and then ancient grain bread you've bought from iHerb, which is like... The first one. <laughs> yeah. The first one, for sure. I think the first one for sure. I think, that, yeah, this one seemed easy, but then, okay, why do you think the whole grain sourdough would be more sustainable than the white sourdough? And they're both processed. from the same place. Yeah. It's processed. You, yeah. Bl- you go through an extra step to bleach the... The, the flour. The so year. they're not necessarily bleached. So usually with white flour, it's not bleached. It's, I don't think they do that as much anymore. They go through something else to change but the colour or something, For example, if you imagine the wheat, um, there's the bran on the outside. So once that's they take right. off the bran, it just becomes white because right. that brown is the brown okay. part. Um, but in this case, it would be, I mean, yeah, basically it's going through an extra process. But more so... It would, for example, like I said, more bang for your buck. So it actually, I came across something um, when I was like doing research and stuff that, for example, say you had a, a kilogram of whole grain flour mm-hmm. um, that would make, say, obviously I'm exaggerating, a kilogram is not going to make like 10 loaves of bread, mm-hmm. but say it will make 10 loaves of bread, um, but it will make 10 loaves of whole grain bread, but if you were to do white white bread it would make less like eight because you're taking away taken the outside away layer right yeah. i gotcha yeah wow so that's awesome. another thing mm-hmm. that's um, great okay so one more mm-hmm. it would be okay so organic yogurt from barumba farm border of queensland and new south wales um cashew yogurt from a canadian company or goat's cheese from France. The first one. The first one for sure. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I think we discussed about locality yeah. how you important You know what? This is, is great. So clearly we're understanding the concepts that you're conveying yes. and the fact mm. that we're, now we're able to identify what sustainable eating mm. actually means. Mm. Yeah. So that's great. So it's, sorry, no, sorry to right. cut you off. So I feel like someone might look at this, for example, if I had started with this question, you might have thought cashew yogurt because it's plant-based, mm-hmm. you know, dairy, sometimes people think dairy is not sustainable. Um, but at the same time, if you're going to import it from a completely different location, you know, is it actually better for the environment? Um, and dairy does have a place in the diet. So I think that's important to consider. So, yeah. Excellent. Was that the... Was that all? That was it. That was Excellent. All right, guys. No, it's good. It makes you think, doesn't it? Beautiful. Yeah. I totally um, I totally agree with that. I think it's really important too when you do go out shopping and you start to, you know, 
do all those things that actually sort of take a step back and have a look at what how it's grown where it's grown if it's locally based i think i think a lot of us are starting to move into the purchasing things that are locally and i'm talking for myself but i do and um to know the benefits and the re and the the repercussions if you do or you don't and how you can you know the how you buy your food and eat it and where it's going to how you're going to sustain it for future generations i think it's a very important thing mm. um and i've been learning a lot with the um, dietitians and the and you know the people like yourself who come in here and explain these things because i think um we don't seem to it just i don't think it registers and we're living such a fast-paced life that um that fast processed foods become such a norm that it's nice to come back and actually the natural foods that we're eating that you were talking about now and the sustainability it's actually way better for you but it actually is easier mm. really when you look at it than going and doing all the process things so i appreciate it um you're listening to e radio we're talking about sustainable eating everybody if you've just joined um Bichita, you want to hear this is another song yes and this one's your request yes it is um by zehra jenetan chichek yep let's play it thank you Herkesi sen gibi kokluyorum ama sen başka 
Another one of Daddy Eyes' requests. Thank one, you. Uh, very nice song there. Thank you very much. Uh, Bushra, we're um, on We Radio, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, talking about sustainable eating. Um, and our very special guest, Fatima, here is um, talking to us about how to become more sustainable eaters. If you haven't heard of this um, terminology before, I guess um, we have to do something today for tomorrow's future, don't we? Oh, and our kids that. and grandkids, because, yeah, um, yeah otherwise we'll yeah. end up not leaving a really bad world to people. Um, I was just having a quick squeeze, but um, let's touch base with um, the team. Um, anything else that we should, uh, what, what can we do? Like, to, um, I know we spoke about, you know, it was a really good eye opener to our guests were almost, you know, oh, a bit random. Um, but you're right. So eat locally. So are there any tips that you, you want to tell our listeners? What can we do to be, um, and why should we be sustainable? Tell us. Yep. Um, okay, so if we're going to, you Personally, if you want to make a contribution to, you know, both a sustainable environment um, and a sustainable diet, essentially you'd want to start with eating more veg. Um, it has the lowest veg and um, fresh food. Um, it has the lowest impact on the environment, uh, and it's also better for us. Like we know that the research is there. It's just. I feel like it doesn't even, it already has its own introduction. You just say fruits and vegetables and everyone already knows that it's good for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And it, you know, if we eat more of those, you know, we'll be able to lower the prevalence of so much diseases. You know, I think there is only, uh, it's like, what, 20% of people meeting their veg intake, like even less. In This is in Australia and that's of the recommended daily intake, which is only five serves, um, which is quite low if you think about it. Um, Fruit is, on the other hand, is a little bit easier for people to meet um, compared to whereas if we're talking about meat um, as a protein, the people are exceeding that, you know, Um, and that's actually one of the things that we could probably limit. um, Not we don't need to cut it out completely. I mean, it definitely has a place in our diet and it can offer us so much health and nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't want to overdo it. So maybe just go more, you know, source your protein mostly from legumes, beans, um, nuts and seeds. Um, those will be, again, better for you and also better for the environment. Um, Does that so mean we that- should be having less meat? Is that what you're sort of... Same. Yes, I, <laughs> I have to say it's it's, a, it's not a very Turkish <laughs> way, is it? No, it's not. 
yeah. I remember going years ago. Or even ago. the Lebanese. It's not yeah. like yeah. A, it's not an it's not an ethnic thing really no, to go not, to yeah. meet. It's not. Less. It's very culturally ingrained. Exactly. Yeah. And it's really hard to change. It's, it's you've grown up in one way. And I do remember many many years ago I went to a um, a barbecue that I was invited to, and um, um, it was a Aussie um, family, and there was so many salads and vegetables and steamed stuff and everything. The table was full of salads, and then when it came to serving the meat, we had one piece of steak, and uh, my <laughs> husband and I looked eye to eye to each other, and we're like, okay, one one piece of steak on the barbecue each. That's all you got. It <laughs> oh came my straight God. to your plate, and we were like, and we have a pot full of meat at a barbecue at our yeah. place. It's and the like, salads of the least, le- exactly, yeah. and leftovers for the next day, and then yeah. you try probably even the next and, day. And then we go around and say, hey, we don't want this to go to waste. Come and have another piece each. So, so we are overdoing our meat. You are right. Yeah, definitely. Um, then you've got your seafood and poultry. That would be to a lesser extent. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing with seafood is some things are overfished. Um, so having a for variety, so not sticking to just always going for tuna, for example. Like yes. I said, it's mm. overfished. So, you know, having variety and as much as possible trying to pick sustainable options. I mean, ask when you go and, you know, buy your fish, there might be some labels. I know it's called the MSC, mm. which yep, is that's like a it. sustainability mm. la- logo. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can just ask because, you know, they don't have labels when you um, go to And you should also be looking fish. at where your fish comes from. Yeah, exactly. Because I remember um, someone had said to me, oh, I just, I go to Aldi and I get the pre-packed seafood. And I remember, I think I was on the National Geographic channel of Discovery. Um, I was watching, I was just flicking through the channel and I found this documentary about fish and how they're, they're actually farmed but it was in some southeast asian country i won't say and my husband and i were both quite shocked and we're like what oh my god oh my god and the way they were doing it i just went no more again and then the next time when i went to aldi to get some of the frozen fish sometimes i go get fresh fish sometimes from there it's just convenience i guess half of them were from this country and i'm like i'm not touching any of them anymore i didn't realize so now i'm like oh the salmon's from denmark norway okay that'd be okay because you see so i've started now changing my thought around where i'm buying like where should it come from so you're quite it's important and I suppose to also in Turkey too, they also have the same thing as well. Fish, when they eat a lot of, they do eat a lot of seafood, but again, they eat it, oh, it's coming to season. So it becomes very cheap at that time. And then when it's out of season, it's very expensive. And even though it's expensive, people don't want to have it because one, it's not local. Or two, it's been imported. So yeah. I think you we're coming back to the same thing about eating things that are in season. doesn't matter what it is really, isn't it? I don't know. Look, I mean, Edgar's shaking her head yeah. too. You're agreeing, right? Like. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm now thinking the ways I've been changing my ways of eating. You're reinforcing the fact that I'm doing the right thing at least. I Still, think- a, a, quite a bit to go. Like get rid of some of the meat there, but <laughs> um, you know, small steps, I guess, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it some, is. It is. Sometimes, small steps. correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, this is what I've noticed when I do go out and purchase um, poultry or seafood. Um, for the most part, it's because I mean the the price is um, closely correlated to where it's from. So if you're purchasing something in bulk from Thailand, you tend to reduce the unit price, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then people like you and I, consumers, look at the price and we're like, ooh, okay, that's significantly cheaper than your Atlantic salmon or right. you know, your locally sourced um, or farmed salmon. Yeah. We'd, we'd got, we, we've got a family to feed, so it's still healthy. Mm. We don't know whether there's a... Um, you know, I, I just think that that's probably the reason why people opt oh, absolutely. for totally. um, the, the cheaper option, which may not be sustainable. Yeah. The thing is with 
um, I was actually watching uh, like a documentary about seafood and I think the way that they put the pricing on it, I don't know, it's kind of like stocks and things like that. Yeah, so that's like why, yeah, it's a bit... That's where I guess um, policies from governments play such a big Absolutely. role in totally this agree. particular situation. Mm. Because you're right. I mean, sometimes people are going to opt for, you know, what's cheaper to a feed the family. A lot of the, the family, times, yeah. that's what's happening because yeah. people. And I understand afford. that that's the case. Mm. I do. I understand that's so the case. But I think for a lot of us that can, expensive. we've got the luxury of not having to worry about the final, like the last dollar. We should probably make an effort, I guess. Yeah. So therefore, then you've got balance because there are some that obviously are looking at what how can I feed my family with the $10 I've got for the next meal whereas some of us have got the luxury to be able to go well I can spend a little bit more as you've said yeah. um you mentioned more fish but what about the poultry I mean unfortunately so, like, there's a lot of poultry and like caged eggs and all those types of things should we obviously I don't buy caged eggs and things but we should obviously they're not that's not sustainable either and we should keep away from those types of things too right that's yeah. all so ideally you'd want to go for you know your free range yeah. um but even free range, to... I didn't know this was the case, but free range, what's free range? What does free range even mean? How When the, the chickens are happy, of, they're out in the farm. Is that square. what it means? That's what yes, I thought no, it meant. That's what, we what it means. But, but really, do you know where right. I'm going with this? <laughs> Hang yeah. on, keep going. What do you mean? <laughs> Let's so leave it to you, the you, I'm gonna, I think there's, I don't, I think the... There's a little the criteria for yeah. what, how much chickens in a free range area is. You mean talk about the cubic um, square meters of how much yes, they've got? Yeah. So if they're, you know, running around this tiny little table, that's not really free range, is what you're saying. Yeah, they're not in a cage; they're free, but how their range is not big enough. Wow. Okay, so do I have to go completely organic now? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going free range thinking that was I don't a good thing. The shopping Guys, I'm really sad. Yeah. You've got a nice garden. I think you should turn that I into am, a I'm, I'm, Well, park. that's why I'm listening because I'm actually <laughs> doing a lot of renovations at home and I'm finally going to be able to do a lot of the things I've wanted to do at home. And, you know, doing things like growing things for yourself mm. and how to do compost. So I'm actually listening. Um, it is good to know these things, but I don't want a chicken, but that's, that's where you're going. <laughs> yeah, but wow, it's scary. You're right. I don't really trust everything. I mean, you've got to be really careful don't you as to i mean who do you trust then like yeah. i don't know it's a bit scary this whole i don't know so okay. can we go back to yes. this um to free range egg the free range egg topic what what should we be looking out for so let's be realistic as well because mm. obviously we're not all able to um you know have a farm in our backyard or like go to a farm regularly so what what can we actually um do what's the safest option for us in terms of eggs free range yeah. eggs um to be honest i'm i'm not sure what i, I don't have an answer to that question because i mean you can always just go to like your local farmers markets and there's so many around mm. now and then that's what know, they do in turkey that mm. will sell yeah. eggs and things my grandmother purchases yeah the, mm. the farm eggs and so, then you can meet the person that's actually growing the food as well which yeah. is kind of you know, it's nice. I think we, we don't have to, that here. We don't have that culture in Australia very much. I have There's to say, a lot of farmers markets now. Well, but the, I don't know. I just I don't. The markets are there, but mm -hmm. I don't think the culture. 
of going to those markets and buying from them are there. You know, you can actually do like a cute family bonding activity on the weekend and go and p- pick your own veg and fruit. That's what we used oh. to do as a yeah. family. Mm. Yeah. Um, we used to go out to um, mm. Liverpool. And if you go out to Edgar, you used away, to go used somewhere. To, you used to used get to, a list for us yes, girls. I used to message everybody <laughs> when I was working at a hunting wood and I would get the um, the tomatoes, the cucumbers, and it was just uh, eggs fresh and everything straight else. off the... Yeah. Um, you don't have to drive too different. far. Did you notice that it tasted different? Oh, oh yeah. The girls used to be like, are you, when are you next going? And wow. I actually, a couple of friend of mine, friends of mine asked me the other day saying, is that farm back? And I drove past it. And um, yeah, they're growing again. Even those cherry tomatoes, they smelt like real tomatoes, believe it or not. Mm. So, um, yeah, it, it's true. It's it's if you did and amongst a group of people just said, you know what, this weekend I'm going to just go for a bit of a drive. Um, and you it know, supports local farmers exactly. as well. Absolutely. It supports them. Yeah, the um, they are quite cheap. And um, they don't, like the cucumbers don't grow in the fridge like the ones that you'd buy from the supermarket do. Mm. Um, that's what I find. It's just like, you know, they don't last as long, mm. um, the ones you buy in the supermarket, because God knows when they were picked to get to the farm. So absolutely do do um, support them. But um, I, as we were talking, I looked at, and I think you've also mentioned, um, I just wanted to say if there's anybody that's interested out there to have a bit of a read, is there any websites that you would recommend for them to have a quick look at? Yeah, um, so, I mean... There's the sustainable table, which yes. is the one that we were discussing. Yeah, so, um, so that's a good one. Yeah. Um, there's also, uh, I guess, you can go on Love Food. Mm-hmm. There's something. Okay. There's also sorry, the World Health Organization yes. and the Food and Agriculture mm. Organization. They have a lot of things there. But there's, if we're talking about food waste, because of course, as we know, that's a massive um, contributor to you know emissions and you know low sustainability. Um, you know, there's Oz Harvest. There's an app you can download called Why Waste. Absolutely. Um, so that one is good. Um, so there is a lot of reference yeah, out there, lot. guys, there's, if you do want to yeah. look into it. I was just having quick squeeze through sustainabletable.org.au. Um, just a couple of quick points that um, can help is just, um, one, prioritise where you shop. We quickly mm. based that on, um, you know, following our ethical shopping pyramid for where you should shop the most um, through where you should shop least. So if you look on there, there's an interesting little table showing you should shop least at large supermarkets, sorry, Woolworths and Coles, um, <laughs> and community or in, um, mm. independent supermarkets. And then it gets... Um, lower towards the end so it does show that you should shop most at the farm gate or um, fresh off the boat <laughs> Sounds, um, yeah that's right um, and then you know food co-ops uh, food hubs bulk food stores you know um, accredited to farmers markets community and even supported. just like whole foods and because as well like I said it requires a lot of emissions to process absolutely food. so it's not that there's a lot of obviously not very good um, processed foods out there in the supermarkets. And there are some that are healthy and, exactly. you know, they're very convenient. But at the same time, overdoing that is, you know, not very not sustainable exactly. long term. So, yeah, yeah do, do do your research. And um, a couple of other things, you know, instigate household meat-free days. Why would you do that? Why would you have a meat-free day? So that you can eat more of the legumes See? and the plant-based yeah. proteins. So instigate. Are, we so don't instigate it. We just do it at home. I do have free free days. So yeah. maybe we can Monday. start there engaging in that um, to get a little exactly. <laughs> routine going. Uh, we've, we've based on this quite a bit, but point three says buy local, seasonal, mm. organic produce. Um, uh, number four, reduce uh, food waste and buy a compost bin. Mm. So if you can't, you know, if you live in a complex or something, you know, look out for those green bins. If your neighbour has one, maybe share. Little do you guys things. recycle? Uh, I do. 
do actually. You do? Yes. I do. I do. Awesome. I you never do. used to until I um until about you know five, six years ago and yeah. I realised what I was doing to the environment. My mm. parents are big on recycling. Yes. But I think it's really important that we also know once we recycle the end part of that too. Exactly. It's also important, but that's another topic altogether. But exactly. yeah. something we can raise. Yeah, I've just been looking at a web page too, and Edgar, you're pretty much saying the same things that I'm seeing yeah. up here as well. So number five says source ethically uh, raised and sustainable meat and seafood, as we've already uh, mm. mentioned. Um, uh, number six, grow your own food. Daddy, is going to grow hers, and we're going to go and eat it all. Inshallah. Uh, number seven, eat She's whole foods, not processed foods. Buy a few chickens as well. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we should buy as a, um, a, a garden warming present yeah. for Daddy. Okay. There. I'll let you know. <laughs> I was actually um, listening to something. You know David Attenborough? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I love him. him. He's, he's so he started his own Instagram page now, so that's exciting. Um, mm-hmm. But I think what he said, he said something that I listened to the other day, and he, basically he said, make decisions around nature. So mm. if we, you know, make decisions around how we're going to eat, which suits nature... Um, wow, that's, that's going to so be good enriching. for the long how term. Inspiring. I know. I, thought, so I felt good. like that's that was fantastic. so. What a way to end. Do you guys know how old he is? No, Sorry, but I, I did really listen. I did that. listen to a little snippets of him because you said David Edinburgh. I just saw him the other day. Um, about he was um, talking to um, little um, J- Prince George, Prince Charlotte, and Prince Louis about you know what, how animal ex- um, how animals are going to get. Um, extinct and things and he was actually explaining really well but I don't know how old he is how old is he should I don't know it's probably late 70 early 80 I'm guessing <laughs> okay because you're not allowed to look don't look okay don't <laughs> you actually got a laptop too Edgar don't even look on your phone just speak she's looking at I'm looking at a picture of him uh, okay how old I reckon he would be like uh, 89 okay cool okay what do you think Edda our youngest guest how old do you think quick Probably in his eighties. Oh, this, this photo, he looks really old, though. Okay, I would say okay. ladies, okay. he is ninety-four. Oh, Get out! Okay. That photo looks like in the nineties. Oh 90s. wow, Come he's on. still looking pretty good for a ninety-four-year-old. <laughs> if that's ninety-four, wow. Look, guys, you are listening to We Radio. We've had a jam-packed um, program here again. We listened to Fatima about sustainable eating. Um, she does, as Edgar mentioned before, she does have an Instagram page called Olive and Fig underscore Nutrition. Um, it's talking about medical and health information on there. Um, there's lots of things on there. We'd just like to say thank you very much for coming on today and enlightening us and giving us a bit more information and probably just reinforcing some of the things we're already doing and telling us how important it is to be sustainable um, for my daughter here and, for, and Edgar's granddaughter and future generations to come. We'd like to thank you once again for coming on here and giving all our guests a bit more of an insight. Um, it is already two minutes to six, the end of the 6th of October today. Another program for We Radio, Chukin Sesaradiosu. Thank you very much, our anchor there, Bushra. You've done a wonderful job as always. Thank you, ladies. Nice to have you again thank here, Edgar. I'll rub it in, will you, <laughs> And nice for me to be here. It's nice for all three of us to be in here. We don't Likewise. always get to be here sometimes, exactly. hence why I've said that. Thank you very much, everybody. Please tune in for other um, episodes and programs throughout the week. And we'll hope to see you guys again. As I said last week, and I'll say it again, keep smiling and look after yourselves, everybody. Till next time. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bir annemi var, son şansı verdik